We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The young swings and that's a high fly ball. Billikens win! Billikens win! This is Sports Open Line. It's a grand slam! Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice. Yes! KMOX. A good Wednesday evening to you. I had to look at my phone to see what day it is. Welcome into the program. My name is Matt Pauly. Have you for about... uh, only about the next half hour or so, we are going to get done just before 6.45 to make way for uh, St. Louis University Billikens basketball. They're in action against SIUE tonight. If you are a college basketball fan, we've got a lot coming your way. Joe Pott, the voice of SIUE, he's going to join us in a few minutes. We'll preview tonight's uh, Billikens game with him. And then tomorrow night at the Enterprise Center, it is the Bragging Rights game, Missouri and Illinois. Illinois basketball coach Brad Underwood, he's going to join us at about 6.30 and we'll get a preview of that game tomorrow night with the uh, coach of the Fighting Illini. If you want to join us, uh, you can do so. Uh, probably text us today. So I'll tell you this. I, I was just commenting to uh, to my very talented, incredibly intelligent uh, colleagues here at KMOX because generally on Wednesday nights, you would be hearing the countdown to opening day from the Cardinals radio network. That's going to air tomorrow night from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. It's airing on other Cardinals Radio Network stations, and we originate the Cardinals Radio Network here at KMOX. So we're actually doing Sports Open Line right now from a studio that's different than where we are normally at. The Countdown to Opening Day show is being run out of one studio. We're in another studio. Then we have St. Louis Billikens Basketball, which comes through a third studio. So we've got all these different studios that are being used right now. And if I wouldn't have said a thing about it, you would have had no clue whatsoever. It is a credit to everybody other than me here at KMOX that they're just doing incredible things to uh, to make these things happen. So it's kind of cool. It's one of those moments where I just kind of took a step back and just looked at a lot of people running around knowing that uh, what they were doing was for a really cool reason. And maybe I shouldn't have even said anything. Maybe the magic is that you would have never even known but I'll just give credit to everybody else other than me on what we're uh, pulling off tonight here uh, at KMOX. Wanted to talk about this real quick, a little baseball. If you were listening yesterday, you heard me talk about this for a while. And I presented this as a possibility, but I presented this as something that I didn't think was going to happen. But at least presented it as something that could happen, and it did. Yesterday we found out that Carlos Correa, the physical, came back to the Giants and There was a red flag there for the Giants, and they were a little bit uncomfortable with the 13-year contract. Well, they had never signed that deal. 
The Giants were balking a little bit at something that they saw in the medicals. And Scott Boris called up the Mets late last night and said, look, this deal might not be done with the Giants. You want my guy? And the Mets said, yeah, we want him. And all it was about 2 in the morning I saw it. I don't go to bed until like 4 or 5 in the morning sometimes. It was like 2, 2.30 in the morning when I saw it. And Carlos Correa becomes a member of the New York Mets, 12-year deal, $315 million. So a few things here. First off, quite honestly, if I'm a general manager, if I'm president of baseball operations, I'm not giving out 12- and 13-year deals. I'm just not. That's not my thing. I think I can go win. I think I can go get good players without locking guys into 12- or 13-year deals. So if I'm the San Francisco Giants in some ways, I think there's actually a a benefit to that, that you you did not give up a 13-year deal. But if you're the San Francisco Giants, this has been your offseason. You signed Aaron Judge, or at least John Heyman said you did, and then you didn't. You signed Carlos Correa, and then you didn't. Like that, that that's their offseason. What could have been is the offseason for them. So where do you go? Where do you go now if you're the San Francisco Giants? You may have actually lucked out by not having Correa for 13 years because he can't stay healthy. But the bottom line is you wanted to sign him. You wanted to give him a 13-year deal, and then you couldn't make it happen. So it's just it's a bad look for the Giants. We know they've got money. We know they've got money. We know that they are willing to spend. But nobody that's really out there on the free agent market now is is somebody that you'd spend that on. Now, maybe, maybe there's some disgruntled players out there that are under contract with another team and you'd be willing to give more up for them in a trade if you because sometimes there's those situations where a team allows another team to discuss a contract extension with an agent where a trade only happens on the premise that you get an extension done ahead of time maybe they've got an opportunity to do something like that but this is why when when a baseball insider, when a John Heyman, when a Jeff Passan, when a Ken Rosenthal, when a J.P. Morosi, when those guys report that there's an agreement on a deal, an agreement on a deal and a deal being signed are two very, very different things. And we saw that because Carlos Correa had an agreement with the San Francisco Giants. He didn't have a contract signed with the Giants, and now he ends up with the New York Mets who have committed about a half billion dollars to uh to their roster which is absolutely insane all right uh, we will take a break when we come back we're going to start locking into college basketball this is what we've got going for the next half hour leading into coverage of slew billikens basketball tonight uh, we'll talk a little bit about that game uh with the voice of siue basketball joe pot he's going to join us in our next segment and then illinois basketball coach brad underwood will join us later on in the program to preview bragging's rights which is coming up tomorrow this is sports open line we're back in a moment on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As you heard, the Billikens are in action tonight. They take on SIUE over at uh, Chaffetz Arena. Welcome back into Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. Still on the way in the next half hour before we make way for uh, Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr., who have the call of Billiken's uh, basketball. We'll hear from uh, Illinois basketball coach Brad Underwood. He's going to join us in about 15 minutes. But right now we go to the Quiver River guest line, and we're happy to welcome in KMOX Sports' own and also the voice of SIUE basketball. It is uh, Joe Pot. Hey, Joe. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Um. This is so SIUE is having a nice season, and I don't, I don't know if enough people are talking about it. They come in with an eight and four record. Now they've got some of those wins against teams like you know St. Ambrose and, and Illinois Tech, but they they had that uh, tournament in Virginia where they went three and zero and beat some good teams. They've got a win against Troy. They've got a win against uh, Kansas City. It really feels like, at least so far, uh, this program is certainly making some big strides. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, I think you, you put that in a good term, uh, strides, you know, progress. And that's um, something that, that Brian Baroni has stressed uh, in his time here at SIUE. And I, I think that things are finally coming together. So you've got um, a roster that's, that's far deeper than it's been in recent years. You've got a team that's not having to deal with COVID concerns and not having to deal with, you know, two and three games a week. They're having a more routine a uh, more set routine, and all of those things are coming together to uh, in, uh, to have this this success that they're having in the early part of this season. Credit to SLU for scheduling this game. We see it sometimes where teams don't want to schedule uh, regional opponents or any inner-city opponents because of just the rivalry aspect to it. There's not a lot in it uh, for SLU, but they, they schedule the game. How, how fired up are, are people around SIUE that they get to play this game? Yeah, 100%. In fact, I just got finished – doing our pregame interview with Brian Baroni, and we talked about that same thing, that this is good for basketball, right? You've got the bragging rights game tomorrow night in town. Uh, tonight is as, as cool of an event. You know, you've got a team that's across the river having a good season. You've got St. Louis having a good season. You've got two good teams. It's going to be, uh, from what I understand, it's going to be a full house here at Chaffetz tonight. It makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of fun. There, there's a, a fair number of kids from the area that play for SIUE. Do they get fired up about this one? Absolutely, they do. I mean, when you think about, you know, what what is the more prominent team that they probably watched growing up on the Division One side? It was St. Louis for sure, because at least for a lot of that time, SIUE wasn't even a Division One program. So to have this kind of opportunity to come here and and play in a dazzling arena that's going to be full of people. Uh, in the heart of college basketball season, I think absolutely they get excited about this. From an offensive standpoint, uh, SIUE can score some points. They're they're averaging uh, 77 points a game. Five players are, are scoring in double figures, led by uh, Rayshon Taylor, who, who goes out and gives close to 14 points per game. It, it It really feels like, from an offensive standpoint, this team's doing a lot of things well. Yes, they are. They're uh, second in the league, I think, coming in right now in, in uh, scoring offense. The, the the good thing is they're also third in the league in scoring defense. They're doing a good job of keeping opponents down. Uh, but this is definitely a team, and I think that you know that speaks to the depth that we were talking about. That it's not just you're not just relying on a single player. And yes, Rayshon Taylor is at the top of that um, stat sheet, which is, is 100% expected. But you've got 
you know, the other guys that are averaging double figures. You've got guys like Shamar Wright and Lamar Wright who are both having career seasons averaging better than 10 points a game. So it's a much more uh, diverse offense, I, I think, than it's been previously. The, the number on the box score that maybe jumps out as being negative is the turnovers, close to 13 turnovers a game. Is, has that been a focus with Coach Baroni and his staff trying to limit that number? Um, I think yes, but I, I don't think uh, – so 13 turnovers is, is down from, from other years. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is they're plus three in the turnover margin. So they're doing a better job of turning their opponents over uh, than they are you know, turning the ball over themselves. So I think that is what the, the focus is more often is taking advantage when you have those turnovers, when you can force those turnovers, and certainly winning that sort of uh, turnover battle as well. When you look at the schedule, SIUE played at Missouri back in mid-November and now playing this game today. I think we can probably agree those are the two best teams on the non-conference schedule. In some ways, is this a a mile marker game just to compare the progress, who the team was against Missouri versus who the team is against SLU leading into league play. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, Right after that Missouri game, uh, the team went out to Virginia, played that, uh, played that tournament, got on the six game winning streak. So the Mizzou game, I don't think was a good indicator of what this team uh, could be. Um, They didn't play a real full 40 minutes. They played a really good second half not a great first half there so yes I think now as you look at it that it's almost I mean it's just a little bit more than a month removed from that Mizzou game you're also your last non-conference game so you're getting that tune-up before getting into Ohio Valley Conference play and so I, I think yes absolutely it's definitely that mile marker game as you said uh, when you look at the OVC, where, where do you feel like this SIUE team kind of stacks in? I mean, is this going to be a team that can can go out and, and can find a win on a, a night-in, night-out basis? I mean, the way it looks to me right now, absolutely. Um, you know, everyone knows that this is the opportunity to make a move in the Ohio Valley Conference with Belmont gone and Murray yeah. State gone. Um, you know, and Austin P gone and, and, and years before that Jacksonville state and Eastern Kentucky gone. So there's, this is a lot different OVC than what the SIUE, what the, what the Cougars have seen over the recent years. So the, the chance is there. Um, and at least the way they have played at this point in the non-conference season certainly looks like they are going to be one of the teams, not just battling for a spot in the conference tournament, but battling for a bye and ultimately the top spot in the conference tournament. The league, really, it's kind of fun from a regional standpoint because you have SIUE, you have Southeast Missouri, now Lindenwood is into the league as well. All of a sudden, there's uh, it's a little bit more from with those teams involved, there's, there's some better regional rivalries involved. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think that it's something that fans are going to enjoy. You know, Matt, that, that conference basketball is its own animal, and every single night it's going to be a battle. It doesn't matter if you're talking about the number eight team against the number one team or you're talking about a four or five matchup. Whatever it is, man, when you get into conference play, the coaches know each other, the players yeah. know each other, and so there's that, that heightened uh, excitement anyway, but then you get – 
a Lindenwood versus SIUE or an SIUE versus SEMO. And yeah, absolutely. I think there's there's no question. It's going to be uh, even more fun. It's always hard to explain to people who maybe are not completely locked in in college basketball because you can have a team from a mid-major go beat a Power 5 opponent in non-conference play and then all of a sudden you get into league play and they're losing to a team that that person has maybe never even heard from about before. And it's all because of just the familiarity that goes along with conference play and how everything gets evened out. It absolutely is. And I've seen it so many times where you, you know, you see one of those marquee wins and you're like, Oh man, this is going to be a team that's where they're going to be tough. And then, yeah, they struggle for whatever reason, or they, you know, they can't find the traction in OVC play, but it is everyone. knows there are no secrets. There just aren't, you know, you think about when, when coaches are scouting and they're looking at one team, well, if they're looking at a conference matchup, they're seeing two teams that they're going to play at some point during the year, or they're going to see a team for the second time during the year. It's uh, it, it is a different animal for sure. How thankful are you that they scheduled this game tonight and not tomorrow night and that there's no more SIUE basketball until after Christmas with this storm coming in? Not not only that, I am thankful that, that they scheduled this game and not a game out of town yeah. uh, because that's what it's been the last couple of years. Is This has been uh, an out-of-town trip and you're trying to travel back you know, a day before Christmas or two days before Christmas. So this is nice, uh, certainly from my standpoint, because it's it's closer than going to a home game, to be honest. Kind of, you know, pulling back the curtain on the life of college athletics, are there some players on the team that are not from St. Louis that are trying to get home for a few days that are that could have some challenging travel over the next day or two? Oh, there absolutely is. And I don't know for sure, you know, what the plans are of, of all of the guys. But, you know, this, like I said, last game before – conference play and conference play doesn't start until the 29th of December. So they're definitely going to have uh, a chance. And, and yeah, I don't know. It's going to depend a lot on, you know, what the weather does over the next couple of days. All right. Well, I can hear things are starting to pick up at uh, Schaefer's <laughs> arena. Joe, thank you so much for your time. Have a good call tonight and we'll see you real soon. Uh, Merry Christmas. Man, I appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you too, Matt. All right. There's Joe Pot joining us here uh, on the program on the Quiver River guest line. And we appreciate his time. Again, he does uh, SIUE basketball. We'll have the slew broadcast, of course. Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr., a 7 o'clock tip tonight. That means our coverage is set to begin in less than 20 minutes, which means we need to uh, get to uh, Coach Brad Underwood. He's going to join us in our next segment, previewing the Bragg and Rights game that's taking place tomorrow night at the Enterprise Center. That's up next. This is Sports Open Line on KM. MOX. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City. KMOX. Continuing on here on a Wednesday night. By the way, if you are looking for the countdown to opening day show from the Cardinals Radio Network, which is a Wednesday night staple, well, it's not a Wednesday night staple tonight because we've got St. Louis University Billikens basketball, uh, but we will have it for you tomorrow night, Mike Claiborne and myself, from uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. So that'll be tomorrow night, just a programming note for you. We're going to get out of here for uh, Billikens basketball. Really a great couple nights of college basketball in the city of St. Louis tonight. A uh, regional rivalry and inner city rivalry game as a slew plays host to uh, SIUE and then tomorrow night at the Enterprise Center it is the annual bragging rights game I'm really we'll see what happens with the weather man this is such a special game in the world of college basketball you don't get a lot of these where there's a rivalry game where Half the attendance is supporting one team and the other half is supporting the other. It's such a unique game, and we love having it in St. Louis. So hopefully somehow, some way, the weather is going to uh, 
allow fans to get to the game tomorrow. Don't want you to go uh, do anything crazy to get there. So we'll see how it all plays out tomorrow. But uh, unfortunate that this weather situation is happening. Nonetheless, it is a big college basketball game, and we're very happy to be able to go back to the uh, Quiver River guest line. And uh, we're going to welcome back on to the program. He is the head coach of the University of Illinois men's basketball team. He is Coach Brad Underwood. En route to St. Louis, Coach, thank you so much uh, for your time. How are you? I appreciate it. I'm doing great. Thank you. So a uh, lot of bad weather expected in. Did you guys have to change your travel plans at all to uh, to deal with that? No, we were um, we had scheduled a plan uh, to practice, excuse me, uh, at the arena today. So uh, we're about 30 minutes into the bus ride, and we'll make our way uh, in and try to beat the weather. We, uh, we talked a couple months ago as the season was getting underway, and I asked you about bragging rights then, but I'll ask you again, what – what does this game and this rivalry mean for your program? Well, I think it's so unique. Um, you know, there's, there's a, uh, something pretty special about having something 42 years. And, uh, you know, that just, we, we're in a time of so much constant change. And, and Brighton Rights is a, is a constant. And, um, you know, I think it's very special because it's, not within the same conference, and we've obviously got conference realignment uh, going on and all the facets. But, uh, you know, late games have gone from 16 or 14 to 16 to 18 to 20. Who knows what we go to, but this game has been a constant. Uh, you know, it's it's special because of, uh, of the fans and the, and the central location of St. Louis for both universities. And, uh, you know, they two historic basketball programs. So, uh, you know, our fans have become uh, excited about it over time, and they're going to spend right before Christmas in St. Louis, and it's, it's really a fun time. Is there one part of it, whether it is the fans or something maybe that I can't even think of, is there something that goes along with this entire experience that you really look forward to every year? Well, I, I, again, I think it all college athletics is special because it's it, it, and at it, the University of Illinois, I mean, you know, we travel. Uh, our fans are fantastic. I'm excited for our fans. Um, you know, we had uh, 8,000 out in Vegas. Uh, we, we were voting for the Iowa and everybody else. So, uh, an opportunity for our fans to be a part of something special, create a memory for them. Uh, and in a lot of cases, uh, you know, we've got fans that have been to all the games, and, and, uh, and that, that's pretty cool. I know every night in the Big Ten is tough, but you just look at what you're doing right now. You played Texas, then you did have a Big Ten game against Penn State, uh, Alabama A&M, and now you've got this game uh, against Missouri. This four-game stretch, especially with three of those four games, this is as tough as it gets in college basketball. Yeah, you know, we're the only team in the country that's got six top ten wins. Uh, you know, you throw in the, uh, you know, the Vegas trip where you play, you know, UCLA, uh, you play uh, Virginia, uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, Syracuse in the ACC Challenge, who never easy facing that zone, uh, you know, and then you've got uh, uh, two Big Ten games mixed in there, and uh, you know, I would challenge anybody to find a more difficult schedule. Uh, you play in the Jimmy V, uh, you know, that's ESPN's biggest event. It's, I think it's the biggest non-league game that there is. Uh, it's in the garden. ESPN blows that thing up for two weeks. Uh, 
Uh, it's a packed house. It's a great environment. It's, it's emotional. It's a big, big game. And, uh, you know, so we've been a part of some big games and, and uh, some, some great uh, opponents. And uh, the Missouri game is uh, this Missouri team and they're good. You've played a couple Big Ten games. They have not gone your way. What what have you learned about your team in a couple of those losses, maybe especially that Penn State loss? Yeah, that was hard. Uh, you know, coming off, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get Penn State credit. You know, we're the second youngest team in the Power Five. And um, Penn State is the oldest team in the country. And, um, you know, in a year with, where COVID, the COVID years are still out there, uh, you're seeing six-year guys, um, and not to take one thing away from them, they played great. Uh, they deserve to be this. Uh, but we were flat, and coming off the Texas game, uh, very, very emotional. You'd be number two in the country. You're, uh, you're on a high. It's in the garden. Uh, and we just didn't have any, didn't have anything. And that's, that's youth. And that's the, the area we got to grow. Uh, we felt like we gave Maryland one. Uh, with some, some really bad fouls. Um, you know, we're tied with three to go. Um, and just, uh, you know, didn't make smart decisions down the, down the stretch. And uh, uh, you can't do that all the way. That hostile environment is going to make you know, uh, It's really as good an environment as it is to talk basketball at Maryland. But uh, again, we've, uh, we've got to grow from those. And, uh, when it comes to Big Ten play, we got to get the chips uh, around the head. Right I hate to even bring this up, but you brought up the COVID year. We saw the other day uh, a, a game got postponed, uh, the Milwaukee-Rhode Island game in the country right now. Number are, are you guys as coaches, I mean, are you talking much about the fact that uh, COVID is popping up again right now in the country? We are not. It's, okay. It's not. It, it's uh, uh, we deal with it accordingly, and, and it's, it's part of our everyday life. And uh, you know, it's there, there's a lot of sickness, or, or a lot of you know, there's cases of strep throat or whatever. Um, you know, we went through you know an early spell where we had five or six guys with the flu. Um, we played the game, and uh, that's kind of been our approach in this case. Uh, as Missouri has gone through their season, they only have one loss. It was a one-sided loss against Kansas, but they have a good win against Wichita. They've got a good win against uh, Central Florida. As you've watched them on film, what have you seen? Yeah, a team that plays really hard. Uh, Dennis is, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, even though there are a lot of transfers, they're very old. Uh, you know, they've, been able, they've been able to get to the portal and acquire age. And uh, that's been, a, that's been a, pot, a real positive for them. Uh, they've got tremendous depth. Uh, especially at the guard spots, he's just run guard game. Uh, you know, they're playing extremely fast and one of the fastest tempo teams in the country, uh, which we like to play fast. So that's, uh, you know, sets up for an exciting day. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then, you know, they've got guards, if you leave them open, they're going to make shots. And, and then they've got Kobe inside, who's a veteran of this game and, and a veteran of the you know, good player. So uh, it's a very good basketball team. You're a K-State guy like me, so you know about the rivalry between Kansas and Missouri. Were you glad to see uh, Kansas and Missouri play again this year? Oh, I'm a big fan of any rivalry. I think I think rivalry games, it's, it's one of the disappointing things to me about conference realignment. Uh, sometimes we lose them. And uh, there should always be uh, as, as many opportunities as we can to continue those rivalry games. We should, we should have those. And, uh, 
Uh, that's a kudos to Bill and, you know, Conzo at the time to put that series together. Uh, those games are really important to fans, and, and we ask a lot of our fans, we ask fans to uh, support us financially and, and come to the games, and uh, fans want to be a part of those things. So, uh, yeah, kudos to, um, to both those universities for, for continuing the series. Coach, do you like the way your scoring is playing out right now, just in the sense that you've got one guy in, in Terrence Shannon Jr. that's scoring a bunch of points, and then you got another five, six guys that are scoring eight, nine points a game, and any of them can go off on, on any given night. Do you do you like being built in that way? Well, I think Terrence has gotten off to a great start in his, in his, in his early season. Uh, we're starting to see Matthew Meyer. Matt's averaging 19 a game, I think, in the last three. Uh, he's played himself into terrific shape, and and uh, you know he's fought some injuries uh, early in the year, uh, so we're starting to see him get healthy, and and he's doing that all in about 20, 21 minutes. And uh, uh, so as his minutes go up, I think he's another capable forward. Dang is a guy who's had some big games. He's starting to play extremely well. Uh, and then we've seen you know some of the inconsistent inconsistent play the freshman had. Uh, we're playing five freshmen: uh, Jay Neps, Sky Clark. Those guys playing a lot of minutes. Had some great, great moments, and they've had some the nights where they've struggled. So that'll level out um, as the season goes on, and they continue to grow in their in their, in their journey. But uh, you know, Coleman Hawkins is a guy that uh, you know has had games where he's made five threes, and uh, he's he's a trigger for us on on uh, on the offensive side, and and that does a lot of positive things. So he's capable of having. Uh, a 20 point night as well. So we have a lot of capable guys. Uh, we've just been spreading the wealth, and then Terrence has been a guy that's, uh, that's been able to get it going. He gets to the foul line in time. He is Coach Brad Underwood. His Illinois Fighting Illini going to match up against Missouri tomorrow night in the Bragging Rights game. Coach, thank you so much for uh, taking some time, and uh, hopefully, we'll catch up with you again later on in the season. I look forward to it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Coach Brad Underwood joining us here on Sports Open Line. On the bus headed to St. Louis. Uh, They have arrived. We recorded that a little bit earlier today. Uh, But, uh, yeah, they have arrived. I assume Missouri has gone here. So the the games, some people have asked me, like, is there any chance that they postpone the game tomorrow because of the bad weather that are coming in? Now, if something completely and totally unexpected happened, if there's a – if there's a water main break, if there's a power outage, if there's something like that, then I guess something could happen that you would never expect. But um, they're here. Like There's not going to be any travel issues. They are here. They're ready. They'll go through their normal shoot-around in the morning. Uh, they'll play the game tomorrow night. We're just hopeful that the weather is able to, um, you know, be maybe a little bit better than we thought it was going to be where more people are able to get down. It's one of those things because we we here at KMOX, we're going to tell you to be careful. We're going to tell you don't, don't do anything dumb if you don't need to go anywhere. Don't get on the roads. Let's all be safe. Let's, uh, let's get through what could be uh, a tough day of weather with the visibility and everything that goes along with it. And at the same time, there's an amazing basketball game that takes place once a year tomorrow night, and you want you want the atmosphere. You want it to be something. So here's here's what you do. You just drive into downtown right now. 
Just drive into downtown, get yourself a hotel room. I would actually, I would think that like if for Missouri fans that are coming from other parts of the state, for Illinois fans that are coming from other parts of the state, hopefully a lot of them were able to maybe think through that and uh, come in a little bit early and get into uh, downtown where they don't have to do uh, any sort of uh, traveling tomorrow. All right, that's just about going to do it for uh, this edition of the program. Again, we're done early today for St. Louis Bilkins Basketball Slew. They are in action against SIUE. Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr., they've got the call of the game. Our coverage of that going to begin in uh, just a few moments from uh, Chaffetz Arena. And then tomorrow night, uh, generally on Wednesday night, but tomorrow night we are going to have our uh, countdown to opening day show as uh, that uh, will run tomorrow night instead. Uh, that's already put together, and I can tell you uh, there's a lot we've got. Let's see, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Ricky Horton's on it. Uh, we've got uh, Mark DeRosa's on it. Bob Nightingale is on it. Uh, that we, we got, I think, eight guests on the program, so that's going to be uh, coming up tomorrow, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. But that's it for this edition of Sports Open Line at St. Louis University Billikens Basketball on the way next here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.